Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Welcome back to another six chapter edition black and white screening four hour action packed epic film director's cut of Crit Snyder's Cosmic Justice. This is your GM, Patrick here, your Gotham slash Metropolis commuter, severely affected by constant superhero battles. And joining me and being recruited by Batman to stop the apocalypse are my five friends and your founding league members of the podcast. Across the digital table from me, he's recently resurrected and ready to rumble. It's Miles Plain Raimi. Good evening. On my right, he's ready to lasso you into submission with his tattoo lasso. It's Tyler playing a dross. Round him up. Tattoo lasso. To his left, faster than fast and ready to rewind time. It's Rebecca playing Alindra. Hello. To my left, he can manipulate the markets and crash economies with his cyborg brain. It's true playing Nack Feldspar. Don't worry, this is only going to feel like it took eight hours. And finally, to his left, Booyah, this fish out of water is ready to spear hunt his way into your heart. It's Jabert Azandis 148. You're right there, Jabert. I'm I'm so sorry I didn't give you Cyborg as your character. (laughs) It's fine. I was trying to to think up some some joke about singing in Icelandic without, you know, being offensive (laughs) to Icelanders. (laughs) Who are we this week? The Justice League. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> you, you didn't get any of that. I'm I, didn't get, I didn't get any of that. It was, it was, it was from the Snyder cut. And yeah. Tyler throws a bat. So undecipherable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, ancient, ancient uh, coral squawking. Well, most importantly, like, my, uh, my favorite, my favorite was like watching it with the subtitles on because like whenever <laughs> the music would come on, it'd be like more ancient choir. <laughs> <laughs> Intense ancient wailing, I think. Is wailing the, lamentations. Yeah, the lamentations. They're busting out the thesaurus for it. <laughs> Guys, this is episode 247 of the podcast. We've gotten to the, seven, like the, Clara? the Clara 247 episode. Yeah. yeah. How exciting. <laughs> Please tell me she shows up. She's just like like a summon. Can, can we do it? Can we? I'm here now. If we get all the questions right, can we? Our ability be that we get to summon her for a single battle. Yeah, you can summon a, a level, a level <laughs> three two. character. Yeah, or whatever unfortunately, she was. hasn't spent any time in the last couple of years leveling up. She's just she can tank. She can take one hit. It's good. That's that's a lot. No, the the, the bad guys will just stab through her to get to oh, you. No. And then you gotta, we got to have a whole other episode where you resurrect her again. Um, I wasn't the same person. Guys, let's get back into it. Let's talk about trivia and dive into this week's last time on if you guys recall um you got back into your own actual bodies last week so very excited to uh in this week's intro use your character names (laughs) finally and yeah what you're back up walking on your own legs once more and for the trivia this week we're going to continue to play for a pathfinder crit so if you get 10 above the ac of of an enemy eac or kac for your hit that can count as a crit 
first one that does it and wants to use it. So first question, last time you guys were still locked in the Civ simulation at the beginning of the episode. And as you are rescued from the Kish military base, your Civ comrades set up what austere prisoner policy for the hated Kish? Austere prisoner policy. I have a vague guess, but I don't. I know what they did, but no I one else is, what the no one else has got were. one, Tyler. So shoot it. So what I believe, what I what I believe is, they decided that they would for it, for every group of Kish, they would kill most of them and leave one alive. But I can't remember what the exact numbers were. If it was, oh, like, I need I need those numbers. You know, <laughs> man, oh, I, I know. Need the Fortunately, Tyler has answered. I'm, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the, the just the most common one for every 10 they leave one i will uh, yeah yes that is correct uh, oh, nine, oh thank god <laughs> kill nine out of ten question number two the simulation then shifted to the degenerator rally where commandant varanch whose memories you seem to be inhabiting watched as the stellar degenerator was stolen by the kish your question is what was the name of the simulation that you didn't enter into <laughs> Which one did we skip? Did we skip a couple? No, nope, we skipped no, one. one. And anybody got a guess? I, like seventy-five percent. Hang on. Yeah, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was called. Well, we got no answer unless someone says it. Three, two. I got it. Medical yeah. miracles. That is correct. Medical oh, miracles. Yeah. I, I. We, we had it written down in our Discord, and I edited it to try and trick you all, but Rebecca's <laughs> too smart. All right, this is for Drew Miles Jabert. No pressure. Final question to get this bonus. Uh, as you exit the simulation, uh, your failure to indoctrinate summoned some robotic baddies to come attack you all. Uh, what was the name of those Civ robots? <laughs> Exactly. And you're oh. certain that we know the name of these things? <laughs> I mean, it was said vocally on the podcast, and that is that is it. <laughs> oh, Rebecca's nodding. Rebecca's <laughs> nodding. Oh no, she went too um, soon. We, we have learned that a uh, a fairly common question can be the name of an enemy or the subtype of an enemy something related to their name or typing and so i write that down almost all the time i probably wouldn't ask you this if oh you might find out more about them these were civ sage coffers oh sage that is coffers. not what i wrote down oh yeah, yeah i don't well, think you said that patrick <laughs> <laughs> I, I just ended the episode i guarantee that i did once <laughs> what? once <laughs> uh but yeah, that's I wrote that's... down disintegration units are coming, so that's what I thought you were oh. looking for. No, I don't think they have disintegrate, but uh, you know what? Maybe the upgraded models will. So no boon, no curse. To get back into things, you guys just a minute ago ejected yourself from the simulation. These robots came and attacked you after you found your armor in some kind of quantum rel state, pulled it out donned it as fast as you could and then fought them off. But yeah, we found out that a few pieces of your weaponry, your kit, some magic items were missing from this pile of stuff, including, of course, we are missing still the Spear of Fates, maybe most importantly of all, one of the two entanglement belts and some other things. Right, so... That is where we, we left off. What would you guys like to do now? You are 
You are definitely on the ship somewhere, but don't know where. And we've thoroughly checked this room. Yep. Yep. Just about uh, just about everywhere that you can in here. This indeed seems to be like a, a virtual reality lab. And is there any chance we can uh, hack a computer to try to figure out, find a map or something? Let's see here. I think most of the technology in this room is just for administering these five pods. Mm -hmm. Nothing seems to be network created um, or or linked, I should say. Okay. Is there only one way out? Is it just the door to the north? Yes. Yes, indeed. And I don't believe door to the north. Don't don't uh, don't have information Um, on on what kind of door it is exactly. I did get crit a few times. Mm, so good for you. I could use 10. Yeah, I if, could use 10 too. Can, if people right, could spare, can, spare, a, spare a hot take 10. 10. I'm gonna, during that 10, I'm going to... Oh, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> What's so up, while, Tyler? while they're taking a 10-minute rest, is it possible for me to try to maybe hack into the like a console to kind of get an idea of who more captors were? Well, now that you asked after Jabert already did, <laughs> you know what? Go ahead. But no, I think I just mentioned there's not not anything really to hack into here. But I, I mean, I'm trying to. I'm looking at my ten spells. He's good at hacking. Oh, okay. Well, you should have told me that. Um, sorry, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I, that was a bad way of, of describing it. Um, what, why don't you guys? The technology that you do have here that you have found. Why don't you roll me an engineering or a mysticism check, and I'll tell you what you can find out about it. You want to spend? I mean, you got ten minutes. Yeah, you're not burning an RP. So. Um, I'll roll engineering. It's a forty-eight. <laughs> okay. The 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 <laughs> the digital dice uh, on the screen showed a four. I was like, how? But that was Jabert's roll. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. Jabert. I was like, that's not that's not a forty-eight. You don't have a plus forty-four. <laughs> Miles. Yes, DC forty-five. That is going to allow you to identify the quantum pad that had all of your device stored in it and indeed it seemed to be malfunctioning but is now that all your gear has been popped out of it seems to be working correctly uh this is a level 20 hybrid item i believe and is a relic uh, which means it can be sold for half of its price or broken down for half of its price and it is worth 900,000 credits well as we say on verses yoink (laughs) what'd you call this a A quantum pad is a it is indeed a kind of like real estate you know portable hole style thing that you can put a, a bunch of physical items inside and kind of condense them down in on themselves. I'm going to, I'll throw this in the chat for you guys in the loot section. You can take a look. So uh, I looked it up pad. and I can do this. So okay. haha, I didn't just say a sentence just to be an idiot. I don't know what you're doing. Part of, and you would know this, Patrick, I don't need to explain this to you, but for the listeners, part of being a career trooper means that I have access to an ability called adaptive kit, which allows me to adapt my armor to certain environmental conditions. I was pretty sure that one of those conditions was zero gravity, but I had to look it up because I, that I questioned myself immediately thinking I was making something up, but I wasn't and I can. So I will gives me a plus two circumstance bonus to acrobatics and athletics checks to stop movement or climb along handholds in zero G. Okay, I mean, there's gravity here. Um, I know, but 
we're on a ship. This yeah, happens. I you, you've, you've turned the gravity on off on us before. Um, Man, it's a good point. Yeah, well, and more importantly, by by also doing then the reason I really do this is because in addition, I reduce my armor check penalty. So already. So so Patrick, the reason I, I asked is so for this this quantum device, it's connected to the ship's network, right? No, it's kind of its own little data pad, so it's not oh, networked okay. in with anything. But yeah, it, it, it was <laughs> as you guys were looking for all of your armor and weapons, including powered armor. There was like nowhere in this room that it could be stashed. So it was very good that you rolled so well on a perception check to to figure that out. The 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 last fight you guys had one minute before the sage coffers hmm. arrived, and it takes minimum four rounds to to put your armor on yeah. so i wonder what would happen if you had an entire team of adrosses who have a zero or actually a negative one to perception and you just never found you just never find the pad oh you better be better be punching better be punching those robots no i think i think it malfunctions automatically Oh. At the end of the minute or something along those lines in, in, in my notes here. And then at least you would have your, your weapons. You'd still be getting punched by these things on like a, a natural two. But yeah, that's funny. Oh, right. So what would you like to do next? You guys heading out through this northern exit from the, the room. Yeah, let's go. Those are going to have to. Let's clomp. Yeah, there's like a, a, a barrier of blue light that seemed to be up here in, in this entrance, but the sage coffers seem to have to deactivate it to enter. And as you guys exit into the hallway here, it, it seems like the entire ship is bathed in this blue light. Indeed, perhaps this is throughout this the sieve vessel is some kind of adaptive designed, maybe catered to their their eyes, to their anatomy. But yeah, it makes it a little harder to, to see things or pick things out. So it's almost like everything's drenched in in a shadow or like an art, a film school students <laughs> movie. It's just like all gelled lights everywhere. But as you get in here to the north, you see what looks like maybe a, a hallway attached to this this VR chamber. You see a, a little alcove right to the north, some some crates. But as you peer out here, you see a huge figure looming in the, the hall just to the north of you. Figure that seems to be wearing an entanglement belt like a hat. This is who you see. It is a massive humanoid maybe standing 15 feet tall or so. And as you get around here to the the edge of, of the room, he's he's looks around at you and, and grimaces and says, Craw! let's roll into the initiative turn order as you hear other voices from down the hallway echoing that. <laughs> uh, oh, yikes. <laughs> Oh, we got a we got natty Lindra one. sees something shiny in the opposite direction. It's we way got natty cooler one in this from, combat. <laughs> natty one to start off that. That's not good. This guy sort of reminds me of the thing from the Fantastic Four. I don't know. He looks a little but blue, but blue. Listeners, blue dotty d dotty da. Indeed, it is a a large giant of some sort who seems to have 
blue-gray skin and is wearing, you know, stitched together clothing over their massive form. First up in the initiative turn order is our friend Edros Veronis. Minus a spear, but you got some swords. I got a sword out. I have a move action that I can waste to turn something on. You know what? Let's use a move action to turn on a hollow double. So a secondary Adros appears, and then we're going to use a standard action to just charge in and make two attacks at the end of that. But I, yeah, no, you never mind. You're not, you haven't gone in the turn order yet. So yeah, I think you guys both kind of surprised one another. Awesome. No attack of opportunity. No, no, no. Oh, 16 on the dice. Does a 38 hit a KAC? Oh, yeah. 72. I've rolled. Okay. 72. Slashing. Slashing slashing damage. How's that doing? How's that slashing damage treating me? Oh, I mean, you cut right through armor, right through. Seems like very tough skin. Okay. And second attack to finish it off. Also two 16s in a row. Let's go. And uh, damage. Uh, and it's the same amount of damage. 72. <laughs> You're all basically the exact same. Okay. Same, okay. same thing. Let's see here. So listeners at home, that's 148. Okay. They're fine. <laughs> they seem pretty cool with that. I mean, they're not cool, but <laughs> ready to retaliate. I should mention as you get out to the hole here, I'll reveal to you what you can see down the hallway another one of these immediately to your <laughs> your left of course and then a big old hallway going i never like it when you reveal hallways going, to me going hun- gone well. hundreds of feet in the the other direction as well excellent that is your turn remy quindar is next all right hmm well i don't like seeing a dross in trouble and it's like he might be <laughs> oh you're fine Blast away. All right. I'm going to use my my newfangled gun. I'm going to move in kind of in between Alindra and Andis and use my, well, to, what to Raimi is a new gun still at the at the Dimogen attacking Adras. Okay. Single shot then. Yeah. I can only do a single shot, right? Because I moved. Yeah. All right. So... I haven't put this guy in there. That's, uh, that's an eight. What's total? It's at 29. To hit? That is, yeah. That was going to be a mess. Yeah, that's what I thought. Is against KAC? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, shot and a miss. Uh, that is going to bring us to my turn. My big old giant's turn. Uh-oh. And uh, Uh-oh. let's see here. We've got... One down the hallway from Adros and one next to him. This guy's going to move up a little bit, this one down the hall. And <clears throat> I guess I should should ask, does, does anyone speak Terran? Language Terran. Uh, yes. Uh, no, but it's I can cast. Also, yes. I can cast Detect Language. Or comprehend language on myself. Okay, well, not right now. So well, don't worry eventually. about that. Yeah. But yeah, the, the this one calls out to the other that uh, Adros is on in Terran and says, "Oh, you must burn out the non-believers and bring them to Zilio." And to whom? Zilio. Z- I don't know how to pronounce that 
names with X's in them. Let's see if I can. Would that be someone that Raimi is familiar with in terms of culturally? X-I-E-L-L-O. Zellyol. Uh, no. No, that doesn't sound, no. sound like anyone familiar. Okay. Well, they might be. So if they are, well. I'm guessing a commander of some kind. I don't have enough sense motive for it, so I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. As this one moves forward here, a massive column kind of opens up in the ceiling above you guys. What seems like a magical spell is being cast above you all as bits of the ceiling disappear in a dark miasma of burning stars and frozen comets that fill the sky above you. I think everyone except Adros here is going to take a little bit of damage. This guy can move straight up to Adros. A little bit of damage in... I have to do this separately because I know people have some DR. Fire and cold damage. So first up, I'm going to roll fire for 4d6. So it's, it's only 15 fire, 11 cold damage. But this square that I've drawn on the, the the map here is difficult terrain currently. A little bit difficult terrain. Uh, <laughs> and as right after that happens, Edros can see and maybe everyone else can hear another one of these giants show up down the hallway coming from an alcove to the south. So we have three of them here. That one can cannot really see anyone super well. It's going to just pick up a giant crate and throw it at a dross. Big old toss. 13 on the dice. What is your KAC these days, Tyler? 43. I think I got to roll higher than that. Let me double check. Yeah. This misses just, <laughs> just narrowly. 13 on the dice. But I believe we're... <laughs> We are making more difficult terrain. We're making everyone's life difficult right around you. I'll draw that <laughs> shape as well. They have uh, lots of spells that, and things that do this as this crate bursts open at your feet and there's metal splinters and what looks like machine parts all around you. And finally, we've got this giant straight ahead of you. He is going to pick up his mighty fists kind of raise them uh, lace his fingers together and slam down on a dross big old slam attack gotta roll well for this and I do 15 on the dice is just gonna be a hit here uh, for some bludgeoning damage double fist punch me how dare you wham uh, 60 points of bludgeoning you're almost surrounded by these guys, but oh, you've got some friends below you in the turn order. Andis 148 is next. So wait, how much did we take? 15 and 11. 15 fire, okay. 11 cold. All right. Let's see here. So I've got... I, oh, I, I guess I should also mention this swirling... This is a spell called Cosmos. This miasma also gives you concealment and mischances in in this square here this is a a a large kind of difficult terrain difficult to see area all right then so so that means we have concealment within it as well correct okay creatures further away than five feet have total concealment within five feet 
just regular concealment. All right. So I'm going to fly over all this uh, rubble, rubble and mm-hmm. crud on the ground, and I'm going to fly out of this cloud and charge at this guy. Actually, yes. you know what? I'm going I'm to fly within this and then make the last five feet there. But I don't think, I don't think it really matters. But for people that do have fly, I don't think fly is affected i think it's just junk on the ground that makes the, okay, yeah. the difficult terrain but that's what yes. i was that's what i was hoping and so i hoping it wasn't like oh no and now the whole space <laughs> is big ooze you know. right that's gonna provoke from this guy that's pummeling up on Edros. watch me roll this one. Oh nope that's a hit so close so far only i've got the damage figured out here for a bludgeoning attack. 62 points of bludgeoning damage as you get in close and get outside of the cloud. I am going to uh, manifest my weapon and I'm going to uh, hit him. I'm going to hit him real hard. As hard as I can. Beat up my new friends. And ooh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. There's a thing I get. I can do as a reaction. Okay. That's that's when I that's when I deal damage. Okay. I attack. 37 did a hit. All right. For 61 points of damage. I'm answering him back. That is um, enough to bloody this. Ooh. This one that you and Adros are both fighting. And fighting I'm going to then spend a reaction to gain my uh, an additional uh, mutation point. So I'm up to three. They're called EP now, aren't they? Or are they they're they're MP they, they now. were they were EP. Now they're MP. Oh gosh, I can't keep up with the P's. Excellent, excellent. Knack Feldspar is next, I believe. Alright, Knack is going to kick on the jump jets and fly straight north to get out of this spot. Okay. And um not, not a lot of space there. Not a lot of space there, but at least it's not in that field now can he he he's looking at these things do they can he think of any historical significance of these guys any anywhere he might have seen them in the past maybe roll culture to see if he can figure mm-hmm. out what they are go right ahead oh my goodness it feels like it has been like an entire season since someone's rolled for call knowledge on a on a foe on a, a few what'd you get uh so that's a 31 and we can add some expertise to that. You're going to need to. Ooh, only a 35. Let me double check here. Ooh, that is not enough to know exactly. Definitely giants of some kind, but. Oh, oh they're giants. What What led you to believe that? <laughs> Definitely giants. <laughs> it's a, as they tire, tower over you, indeed. <laughs> what would you like to do for uh, for standard? Um, hmm. Can I see the ones because it's kind of through the miasma diagonally that Adras is fighting. The the one that Adras is fighting is the one in front of Andis. Oh, okay. Uh, you can you can see him just fan. Okay. Uh, I actually then want to can I see this one? Let's see here. Ooh. Yeah, I think you can see kind of around the corner of the the miasma a little bit of him. Do you want to you want to get him that one? Yeah, we're going to we're going to say uh hey uh you know, don't think we don't see you over there, pal. Get him. And uh, he'll he'll take a shot. Not expecting much to come from this, but we'll, we'll do what we can. Okay. Every damage counts. Yep. Natural toot. Will not doot. So sorry. So sorry. Uh, last but not least in the turn order, natural one on the initiative. 
Rebecca with Alindra. Valleys. Alindra uh, hears Nack yelling, get him, and pokes her head out of the doorway. Sees just about nothing. <laughs> but her friend has told her to go that way, right? So, right? You want to follow Nack? Well, if he said get him, doesn't get him, like, tell me where yeah, um, I mean, is. He, he can describe to you moving over to the, the east, if you'd like. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm thinking, West. That's what I think she would do. Um, I am going to turn on my haste circuit. Okay. And go into photon attunement and jump up and land down right next to the other giant thing. Okay. That will also provoke from him. So I'm going to go quick up back. Do got to roll pretty high against you guys. Seven on the dice. That is a miss. What would you like to do? Standard wise. From here, I am going, since I had my haste circuit on, I can take a full attack, right? All right. These haste circuit charges are, are, are counting now. We're out of simulation mode. But. All right. Maybe, maybe useful. You're, you're not outnumbered, but you're out aried. It's a 35 <laughs> out, to hit. Out heighted. Uh, that is a hit. That's 82 damage. Okay, keep on keep on rolling. You got you got a, know, a ways to chip. A oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know if you were waiting for me to tell you. That. Thirty-three to hit. That's a hit. All right, and that does. Let's see, eighty-five damage. Okay. Should probably just keep it and thirty-four to hit. So that's mm-hmm. another seventy-nine damage. Seventy-nine. Now is is any of this is this all slashing? That is all slashing. Okay. No, no fire or uh, anything else on the the weapon currently no, on the, no, the blade. Okay, that immediately blazes this giant to the south that cast this spell and takes us to round two. Adros, your friends, friends are around you as well. So I'm on the edge of this concealment. Mm-hmm. Do they have concealment on me because I'm still in it? Nope, you're you're in some difficult terrain. You're not in the the cloud right oh. now. Oh, the big... Okay, that's different than... Okay, cool. Then I can yeah. just swing swing away. Oh, I forgot about my hollow double when you hit me. Mm. Well, we'll pretend you rolled well. I will full attack the giant that Andis is, has been working on. I Actually, no, I take that back. The one that Lindra has been working on. Sorry. Oh, you've, you've, you've drawn the line in the sand for your... Your flanking buddy here. You had <laughs> you had two choices and you went with one. Sorry, I went with the one that I knew had the most damage on it. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're very close. They're both bloodied. So, okay. Oh, okay. Well, this one has get him on it too, though. That is true. Sounds good. Let's go. That's a miss. We're starting off oh, poorly. Get him's not going to help with an, a natural four. Oh, yeah. That was a good damage too. Oh boy, thirty one is not going to do it. Against KC with a plus two, get him. That's a hit. Yeah. What's 89? What <laughs> 89. 89 damage. Ooh, that is oh, enough to. That's a, oh, is that a super hit? Oh, so close. Well, that's enough to drop him, is what it is. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're attacking this one to the south. That is enough yeah. to drop him down. Oh, the old four hits is all it takes for a <laughs> massive, massive giant. That is going to bring us to. Remy Quintar, that that was all your attacks, right? It was. Oh, I think I missed. You, you rolled three. It looks like I did. Oh, were you attacking the one to the north as well? Sorry, I nope. think I think we overshadowed that <laughs> by shedding. Uh, you are not attacking that one. You're all going in. Okay. 
Do you, uh, when you make three attacks, does that, is that the minus four or is that a minus six for you? It's a minus six. Oh. Why? You're subtracting four from these. Well, I was including get them in the roll. Oh, with plus get them. That's with get them. Okay. Yeah, that's with get them. Got it. Got it. Okay. Raimi, you are, you are stuck in some magical miasma here. Wasn't there when you took your shot last round. What would you like to do? Round two, Miles. All right. So, hmm. I'm trying to think. In, insofar as being able to see the one that Andis and Adras are kind of flanking. This obscures this, this spell all sight beyond five feet. Okay. And does that count the, the fellow to the what to the east as well? Yep. While you're while you're inside this this magical effect, yeah. Okay. And this is a magical effect? It is indeed a spell. Alright, I'm casting dispel magic. Okay. Do you uh, why don't you make a arcana check for me first? Are you mysticism? Mysticism. I, I know what's skills are i swear i, I, I was like arcane i swear i'm not playing more pathfinder mm-hmm. 2e than starfinder these days all right Karma 38 so much cooler okay for this level of spell that is enough to know that this swirling cosmic particles in which you find yourself also poses a basically concealment for magical spells as well so if you would like to move out of the spell before you cast a chance you can otherwise there's yeah. a 20 percent missed chance of it failing yeah i'd like to do that sure well, do you want to step back do you want to step forward what do you want to do uh i guess step back okay back into the room until you're out of the yes out of the circle mm-hmm. what's what kind of movement do you have? 30 feet. So I don't know if you can actually get out unless you have some flight capabilities. I do have flight. Is that one of your cached spells? I've got that cached as well as a... Yeah. Okay. Then you can just fly on out. Go ahead and make me the the spell check for, for dispel. So it's a d20? Yes. And do I have the DC? I've got the caster level here. So you're trying to beat the caster level plus 11. And you do. You roll the 16 on the dice. And I will take this little little box down as this dissipates. Oop, and you guys can see very well this, this giant down the hallway now. As he is going to get ready to move in, I guess, probably. Oop. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> So, yeah, did you want to go like back over here to the left? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Didn't really move your guy. All right. He is going to move in and any meeny miny mo. Fee fi fo fum, I guess I should say. <laughs> Who's he going to attack? Everyone except Raimi is up for grabs. Oh, you know, when I roll randomly, he's going for the strongest looking foe, an Akfell Spar. <laughs> for a crush. Ooh, it's only a three on the dice. That's a miss. And the one that wow. Andis and Adros are fighting he is going to go for Andis. Single attack here. Another 17 on the dice. Another hits for bludgeoning. 58 points of bludgeoning damage, but you get to go immediately after him, Jabert, and answer perhaps 
this guy that's uh, towering above you. Sure. One second. Math games. Yeah. I, I was laughing earlier because it was like both you and then Miles, like when you started your turn, ha- b- b- being the editor <laughs> of this podcast for the most part, I- I've heard you guys like start probably 500 uh, turns of combat and so often you say like the exact same thing every time <laughs> you start up miles is always like all right <laughs> let's see it just it, it just struck me the right way this evening made me laugh made me chuckle all right i'm going to uh, i'm gonna wang this guy right in the right in the shins with my hammer Yep, that is what wang that is what Jabert says every time he starts. His- <laughs> I'm gonna wang this guy. You know? I wang him. I st- so anyway, Everybody I started wanging. Wang Chung right. tonight. <laughs> Let's see if that is his weakness. Ooh, it's a it's a good roll. That Thirty-seven. Is that is a hit. All right, seventy-five points of damage. He's still up, but oh, he's it's shin damage. He's so weak. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh. And he's speaking in terror, he's like, how dare you, little one? Oh, what and another, another, near, another near super hit. That is enough to topple the the, the towering titan ah. above you. We've got two down, one left behind you all. And oh, wait a minute. Uh, well, shoot. Would it have made any difference if that first attack did? An extra nine points of damage. I mean, in in our hearts, it would, but <laughs> okay, okay. But but I mean, it wouldn't have dropped him early. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. All right, then I suppose turn over. Yeah, I, I can't do a so swift at this point. So yeah, then we're we're on to the Naxter. Drew, you've got a, a big guy right in your face. <laughs> he tried tried to squash you like a, a little rat. Yeah, we've killed two of these things now. Does that trigger my uh, trigger my memories on anything else that I can think of? Seeing how these things die, like maybe an old movie I saw, an old. Uh... <laughs> I mean, they 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 fall well like giants. You know, the bigger they are, the the harder, perhaps. But no, no. Once you you roll that, you're you're not given divine inspiration. <laughs> All right. Well, did, did you guys not see this guy coming up on me? Get him. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I, I just want to tell you, uh, uh, Tiny, we definitely took care of two of your buddies. So, uh, you know, watch out, Clever Faint. Ooh, natural 20 on the faints. He is flat footed to your attacks. All right, flat footed, get him. And we're going to take a shot. Hey, you rolled what I rolled against you. Hey. <laughs> Three on the dice. Yeah, I don't think that's going to get that even with get them and flat-footed. Nope, but, well, you, you help set up the bowling pins to tumble as it's Alindra Valos' turn once more. This guy's uh, about ten feet away from you. What would you like to do, Rebecca? I am going to step toward it. Ten feet. That looks like five feet. Well, I mean, you know, five feet, I usually would say, is like you're next to someone. You're You're... 10 feet away from him. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to step to the right and take three strikes. Flash in. I do strikes. not have get um factored into this. Uh, that's a 26. Wow. That is not. First is a miss. I missed. I missed you guys missing. <laughs> Doesn't seem like it happened. Oh, but that's a 
critical. Hey, critical hit and a shout out. Let me just don't turn to your wrong. It seems like everything at higher levels is immune to crits. These guys ain't though. Critical shout out to a Patreon supporter. If you support us on Patreon, you can get these whenever crits rolled on the podcast. I'm definitely not vamping for time as I find who's going to be this week's shout out. Vamp, 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 vamp. Patrick the Vampin' Man. Another new merch detective this year. Thank you for supporting us. Trastus. Trastus, thank you so much. Uh, maybe a ooh, maybe a very good crit. What's the, the damage here? 154 total slashing damage and severe wound. Alright. Roll those Roll. two D20s. Oh, if you cut off his leg, replace your leg with a giant leg. <laughs> oh, it sounds like comfortable. Looks like we've rolled bleed damage. All right. Bleeding out the giants. I'll mark that on here. Boop. And go to attack number two. Three. Or three. Three, yes. 27. Oh, you wanted to share the glory with your friends and share it you shall as we're going on to the turn three with an dross. Oh, boy, I'm going to provoke an attack of opportunity. Aren't I? Because I can't, I can't take a. It's a difficult terrain, so I can't just move five feet and. Right. I always forget: is it stepping in or stepping out of difficult terrain that is difficult? I think you could uh, step up here to the north where Andis is. Out it's of it. Out. It's stepping out. That is you can't do. You can't do stepping out. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So yes, no. Anywhere you move here, I think would uh, would potentially provoke. And provoke, I shall. Right. But I won't forget my hollow double this time, you, you filthy animal. <laughs> Does it work just like mirror image? Yeah, mirror image. Okay, so it would be destroyed on like a thirty-eight. Does that sound right? Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it does. I've only rolled a seven on the dice here, so I think that is just a, a full-on miss. Go ahead and take your attack. Just a single one. Sometimes that's all you need. We're gonna, we're gonna oh, make it count. Big numbers. Oh, God, bad numbers. A two on the dice. Two, two. Well, you wanted to share the glory down the initial turn order with Ramy. Miles, we're back to you. All right. So I can kind of just slide easterly and get <laughs> right in the sights of this guy and shoot my. What, what's the official name of the thing again? My, my destroyer pistol? I think it's heavy, a, de- heavy Degenerator. Yeah. Heavy Degenerator? Yeah. I keep having to look it up, so I should know it. And I'm just gonna roll. So yeah, heavy degenerator. I was right. It's a natural twenty. Oh, we can't oh. stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Critting. That's eighteen <laughs> d ten plus a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure a lot. Uh, let's give another critical shout out to a flanking buddies or above member Traffa. Thank you so much for supporting us on Patreon. You make this podcast <laughs> going into year six Six. soon (laughs) going into year six very soon possible as well as dead mineral no crits do you have all that damage ready Uh, it's 18 d10 plus what plus 36 okay just a few dice i'm sure roll 20 will be able to handle it Uh, 124 (laughs) good shot i think he's still up on 24 
Yes, still alive after oh. two massive crits and gets to take his turn. I didn't think that was going to happen. I was I was I, I almost closed up the <laughs> the uh, the window here. He will indeed take his turn. And Punch the rat. Uh, no. <laughs> Going to try something now that his buddies are <laughs> down here. Uh, oh, this is this a swift action? Slam poetry? Oh, it's a swift action. Okay, we get to do a couple things. So first things first, can... Yes, here we go. I've got the DC. Can everyone make me a will save first? Ugh. I believe this is everyone as you feel a, a greasy magical aura around you. Oh, we like to see these numbers. Natural two on the dice. Natural six on the dice. Thank you, everyone who's helping me out. Oh, oh, we got some. We got some. Miles <laughs> rolled the natural two as well. We got some major players off the board here. Alindra Vallis, Adros Veronis, and Rami Quindar fall into a deep, deep sleep. Falling to the ground, perhaps. Because we're so bored because we did all that damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you tucking yourselves out, leaving only Andis and Anderson Knack. And uh, this giant looks over at you, bleeding from these massive critical wounds and says, go to sleep. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to roll randomly when he attacks. Andis is one and two. Knack's a three and a four. Oh, it's coming to Andis. Another attack. A uh, single attack. Oh, 10 on the dice is going to be a miss, I believe, against a big old armor class. Ooh. Okay. And take us to your turn. Your right. your your friends seem to be down for the count. Uh, Except for Nack. Nack's here with you. <laughs> I'm behind Stay you, buddy. Me. Stay with me. Uh, all right. I'm going to step in. And boy, I wish swift actions didn't preclude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Patrick, attacks. did you take bleed damage? I didn't because I don't know. Is it just D8? D6. D6. Oh, he's, he's still going to be alive, but you roll it for me. Three. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's what is needed. Boy, howdy. If, it, <laughs> <laughs> if he only had like, you know, Never that know. minus two. All right. Actually, this is actually a good point. No, no. Oh, shoot. I don't want to do that. So I want to take another. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. I'm making my attack. I'm making my attack. He He's really weakened now that you can see it. Get a good look at him. He's he's not looking too good. Oh, okay. 42 nice. is a hit. How much damage he got here? Uh, 60. Nope. 78. Ooh, nice little bonus there. That is enough to drop him down and drop us out of combat. He got these three baddies down. We still sleep. Yeah, because technically another giant shows up at the, the end of the hallway here. Well, that's not ideal. Uh, looking in your guys's direction, they they call out down the hallway to you and say, Neophytes, uh, please, please come this way. We are not your enemies. Let us converse. Please come this way. Well, since motive... Uh, with my plus two, I believe her. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, she is a, is a female giant. Indeed, this does look almost exactly the same kind that uh, that you just fought here. All right. I'm going to scoop up uh, Rainy and 
I guess Nick can't carry anybody, huh? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! You know, but maybe I could pick, pick up the. You can put them in a cheek pouch. All right, I, I start. I start dragging my three companions down. Bodily while while down you the do hall. that, I'm gonna try a sense motive. That's right, Nick. Can you uh, give me a morale boost to drag them? <laughs> Cheer uh, me on. I would like to hear the sense motive to this mm-hmm. other giant. Yeah, what, what, what are you rolling here? What's your, your bonus? So that's a forty. Yeah, they, they seem to be earnest. And with honest. expertise, that's going to be a 50. Oh, well, 50. Oh, no, no. You think they're lying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you do have to drag your friends with you because slapping them, screaming at them, doesn't seem to be waking them up. I just, uh, I, I take a rope out of Alindra's bag and I wrap <laughs> them around each of their waists and start start hauling. It's years old kitchen rope and indeed <laughs> it's exactly where you think it is. Right. It smells a little it's, of it's mac- microwaved lasagna but uh, right. it's old kitchen rope but it's, it's still, still good. Still good. Right so if you follow this other giant down the hallway here indeed you can see them come up to what looks like a, a a solid wall with crates and things in front of it, maybe a, a small alcove from the hallway in the the bulkhead of of the ship here. But they the the giant moves some of these crates to the side, something that would take you guys maximum effort <laughs> to move, and uh, they they do it just like kind of pushing them out of the way with a, a single huge hand, and they push in the the panel of the wall here and a, a massive portal opens up into another room a larger room behind this and uh you can tell if you weren't looking for it probably would not have have even seen this let me reveal what you see here as we go to the north a large chamber with oh you guessed it more giants <laughs> she brings you all in here helps with the the unconscious bodies and uh kind of closes up the the wall behind you as she lures you in here unsuspectingly says to to the other giants here uh brothers sisters i i have brought back others like us who may may need our help you you all i, I guess she's only talking to our, our friends neck and andis right now you, you all have seen the truths in the vision machines, but you seem to have kept your own minds, uh, as have I and, and, and my comrades here. My, my name is Kazmir. I, I would like us to, to be allies. Andis will stick out a hand to shake it and say, Greetings, uh, Kazmir. It is uh, truly unexp- an unexpected pleasure to find like-minded people in this place. I presume that those poor souls outside were your erstwhile comrades? They they are under the control of the tentacled ones, indeed, yes. I am sorry for what happened. Uh, we will avenge them, I assure you. Do, do you need to rest? Uh, uh, were you hurt by by the others? Or were you hurt by the, the, the metallic tentacled ones? Both, um, if we can be honest, and, yeah. <laughs> and our our friends, as you can tell, have uh, seem to have fallen under some kind of I don't know if it's a spell or 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 what's going on, but we can't get them to wake up. Oh, did did you not know what we were? Did you not 
roll high enough to figure it out. <laughs> Look, I oh. can read what you have posted uh, at your feet, but I don't know what else there is to, to say Wait, about what, that. What, what would it be just out of curiosity? You have no clue what it's... I think I have a 37 as the difficulty. Is, is it life science? Uh, yeah, culture. These are humanoids. Um, mm. These are definitely a kind of giant. Indeed. Okay. These are moon giants. Perhaps a, a, a variation not of any moon that that you all know of but they have the look for sure the size and the abilities this is the uh, ability that they use and they can explain Kesmir can explain to you this is a uh, a waning lunar aura that they are able to emanate and it works like the the spell deep slumber and she explains that in a few minutes uh, your your allies will be able to be woken. Right now they are they are deep in the dream field. I didn't even get a full rest when we wake up. <laughs> oh, definitely not. <laughs> it, it's a minute per level, so we're talking, you know, quarter hour <laughs> max. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Nack, any, any, uh, or uh, do you have any questions immediately as they, they settle in and, and we'll, we'll try to try to help you rest up and see that your friends are comfortable. So, uh, how, how long have you all been here? We have been, been here many, many cycles of the moons. This ship is, is old and was, I forget where the ship even came from trapped under ice on a planet. I can't remember (laughs) when this book started. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was the world seed. This is Ark Prime. They're two different ships, Drew. How dare you? Yeah, they explain they've been here a long, long time. And as maybe they light up some more torches, some some electric torches in the room, you see they seem to have carved out all kinds of celestial mathematics and, and constellations and bits of writing all over the walls of this this huge chamber where there are dozens and dozens of, of crates, what looks like perhaps some food processing things on the, the northern wall and big old hammocks. I don't know what kind of hammock will support a giant's body. It doesn't really illuminate that in this adventure path, but I'm guessing metal chain. I don't know. It's something really heavy duty that I mean, they've they've lashed together. Pa- Patrick, you're on an ancient space ship with with immensely powerful squid people and their robots. So they, they make they, they make you, huge hammocks. In you bulk. think they can't make a, a hammock for a giant? You think they can't make a ham- a giant hammock? Yeah, Patrick, Patrick, are you questioning their ability to make a jammock? <laughs> giant. Dynamic Gamic. Kesmir will will introduce their their allies here. This is Arog, Jurvir, and that is Trothdir. What what are your names? What what fated you to be captured by the tentacle ones like ourselves? Nag uh, pauses, pulls out a small projector, and plays uh, <laughs> several hours of movies. <laughs> oh. Oh no, we're good. Thank you, though. <laughs> I just say he—he's knack. He's knack. That's that's his thing. Uh, my name is Andis. The uh, uh, the, the sleeping ones in order are uh, Idras, Rami, and Alindra. I'm, apparently, I'm told. We've come to. He this looks place. like an angel when he's asleep. Yes. <laughs> Look at him. Giant hand pats like Idras's head. Right. <laughs> You could just eat him up, huh? <laughs> so, speaking of which, you got any food, or uh, you might need to eat one of these guys. I don't know. Uh, um, uh, yeah, they can, you know, bring some 
carved metallic bowls up to this food processor to the northern wall and it spits out of course you know some kind of chemical gruel some sort of fun sludge yeah indeed um we call it the, fun sludge just to make it taste better we, we've, <laughs> exactly silly sludge we've, <laughs> my, my. we've been able to subsist here and hide from the others on this deck for some time we uh come to this place as they have attacked our home system and uh, we have led a, a valiant defense, although I do not hear the battle raging outside. I fear the worst, but if we cannot protect our system, we will have our revenge upon these foul creatures. Indeed, that is very similar to our story. It was many, many years ago. My clan of, of wanderers, seers, mystics we we are known as the the crescent diviners we we found this starship we made a tragic decision to explore it and were were captured and well we we underwent horrible visions of the ship's creators and the experience split the minds of my people my clan was divided in two those those who fell under the sway of the tentacled ones and those like myself, who did not. We we follow our sacred ways as best we can, but we have difficulty within the ship. We have not seen a star or observed an eclipse in, in some time. Our two fights have been fighting ever since, and so we fortified ourselves in small pockets here or there. How many of you are there? These days, the four of us are all I've had contact with. I'm unsure if any others remain here that are not under their control. When they find one such of a, as ourselves, they bring them back to, well, the chambers, very similar to those that you escaped from, and put them back into the machines. For what it's worth, we're sorry that we uh, did what we did out there. Yeah, the, they'll, they'll share a, a meal with you as Edros and Raimi and Alindra, you can can wake up here. You're surrounded by giants. Initiative roll. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, start, I, start, I start wanging. I start wanging. <laughs> we, we can't make that a thing. <laughs> wanging them shins. <laughs> they can catch you up on the, the situation here as you can take stock. I just want to get everybody in the, the party here. Uh, that's a pretty brutal effect if, if they... They start that up at the beginning of combat and you just fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. And uh, your your dispelling magic user falls asleep as well. That could be real rough. Yeah, it I says mean, very specifically they don't do it because they could also make each other fall asleep. And that's <laughs> that's not good for them. Uh, I mean, technically, I could have counteracted it. But I didn't. Oh, it is not a spell. So, no. Rip said it was. Uh, it is it, it operates like deep slumber. It is it is a supernatural ability of theirs. Um which she can explain once you you wake up. They they also have a, a waxing ability, which allows them to make some ferocious attacks. But yeah, she'll she'll welcome you all back up here and uh says uh you all are, are lucky your your minds were not corrupted. It was a simple vessel, my crew and I, we all traveled the stars, examining astrological data, and we used it to predict future movement of the stars, 
and great calamities within them, as well as the births of new, new systems, new worlds where life would take place. We had just found a planet out in the dark that had defied all logic in our charts. A planet in a star system that should not exist. A system that had what we could tell as a, a dark past, dark future, but an ebb and flow of life in between. No, no sooner had we stumbled across it, another presence made itself known in that space. This impossibly huge starship we, we thought perhaps was a, a moon at first, and that is why we, we drew closer. Oh, that's no moon. It is, it is not. <laughs> but that system and this ship perhaps were connected. But when we boarded this vessel, it indeed caused our downfall. From what your friends have told us, it seems a similar fate has befallen your peoples. Well, they're not taking us over as much as they're just blowing us out of the sky. The, the, the tentacled ones, when once they have, I'm sure, defeated you, the, that is the fate that will will end up for your your friends. They will they will strip the minds of your your closest ones, your colleagues, down to the point where they do not recognize you. They are all together spurned on by one whose mind is unreachable. Their leader, the, the, the leader of, of my colleagues, gave themselves fully to the, the visions and who, who controls them. And and perhaps now that you are, are here, that is where you can help us. The the leader of, of the rest of the giants is, is one named Zielio. He is of our ilk, but quite larger and was taken aboard this place before us. And his base of operations is in the ship deck here. Afterward, that direction, they kind of point to the south on our map. <laughs> if you would be willing to assist us in subdue him, we could perhaps try and break his connection with his defotees and at the very least end the fighting between us. Zielio also has taken from my people astronomical data that, that we need. We know there is a an upcoming celestial convergence and event in, in space-time that would allow us to escape this ship. And if you can retrieve it from them, if you can, if you can best Zielo or, or convince them otherwise, we can assist in your escape from the ship as well. You all are, are much smaller than us and can perhaps even slip past his his followers or avoid them altogether. There are several ways into that part of the ship. Is is that something that you are, are willing to to aid us in this, this mission? Uh, can we count on your assistance? You, you know, did, did I tell you I'm also from a moon? I just wanted to say that, just so we're on the same page. Uh, of course, we'll help. Yes. You're, you're, yes, you're, you're moon buddies. That's moon, recognize moon. I, moon. I could sense moon, it yes. in you. <laughs> Does this mean we don't blow up the ship? Well, I mean, we can blow up the ship, Adras. We just got to make sure we're all off of it first. Yeah, we just got to get these guys off, too. That's the... Oh, okay, so I just... I really want to see the ship blow up. <laughs> we're going to need a really big shuttlecraft. <laughs> we, we have not been here for long, but the tentacled ones, they have taken others, I'm sure... Perhaps there are more like us here. If if we if we can, we can escape and get help and, and come back before you destroy it. But first things first, if you can if you can help us with that data, that that would be great. That would be that would be real tops. Yeah. So so this is this is where, of course, 
we're going to need all the information you guys have. They, they put out the, the blueprint on the, the table between you and we go into montage mode for, for planning. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Devastation Arc heists book. No, yeah, you guys can begin talking about, you know, the, the opposition and other things that are on this deck. But yeah, as you're, as you're looking around, you know, all these star maps and constellations carved onto the walls. Alindra, you see some things that look fairly familiar to you in your, your studies, perhaps different symbols and, and annotations for for their their study of the, the cosmos. But yeah, very similar to your fields of study in your collegiate work here. Yeah, I was going to say when she woke up that uh, she would, once she felt safe, yeah, I mean, <laughs> would be drawn to the walls. <laughs> everyone seems pretty chill here. Do you want to make me a physical science check? See if you sure. can correctly figure out what is happening. 37? Yes. Not only can you identify like the kind of astrological, astronomical work that they're doing, as is both scientific and magical in nature, kind of based off of ancient observations as well as modern technology. You see some manifestations of, of art that looks very similar to the the runes and, and drawings on the elven ruins of Castravel that you've you've studied for years now. Indeed, you also find what looks like the, the 12 stars of the Kishili gate system. There's recreations of near space and, and, and far space as Lanty space and very well-known oddities like stellar nurseries, huge stellar nurseries and and mega black hole systems and things like that. These guys seem to know their stuff and have it all over. But yeah, one symbol, you get a look behind one of the giants' hammock as they step down to, to get some food. You see a constellation up on the far chamber wall in the corner that is symbols you don't really recognize something new maybe you've you've seen bits and pieces very similarly on Castravel, but it's never been decoded before it looks like it is a a planetary system with a a set of star coordinates that have not been identified around it but it is a single planet and set between what looks like a star made out of light and a, a star made of darkness kind of in a, a blended pattern chiseled into the wall of the the bulkhead here equidistant in between these two conflicting sides yin yang kind of stylization between them and yeah it, it seems it seems very important whatever whatever this symbol is though you you know not exactly what it is it but sounds very solarian I yeah. mean, in the, you know, binary, you know, mm -hmm. light and dark. Opposites, and yeah. Something in between. Yeah. It definitely seems to be describing, like, most of the other carvings here, very much an actual system. Did, did you have any, did you want to ask them about that? Because that's, like, the only thing that you don't really 100% recognize. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me more about these carvings here. What is the system that is depicted here? You must excuse us for this is what we have the, the least amount of information on. This is the the system that we were studying when this starship entered and we began to explore it. We did not quite understand what we had found, but it did 
not seem to be a natural system. We have found created systems and stars before, but we did not understand it. And while you guys don't understand it, and this one for eight maybe has a, a, a passing glance at it and, and doesn't quite get what's going on here. It's deeper meaning either. But deep inside their exocortex brain, we watch as three past and Desai examines the same carving on the walls and the cavern inside their exocortex mind. And we see directly below the same carving in the, the stone wall here, a message chiseled into the bedrock in a, a very ancient script that reads, uh, uh, to be continued. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guys. We, uh, we, we were seeing the episode a little while ago. <laughs> wrap this wrap this puppy up. Too many giants. Wrap it up. Too many giants. So many giants. Do, do you guys want to see if you can all <laughs> go to go to sleep again? Do you want them to turn on their, their wax and waning or yeah. we'll, we'll figure it out next week? I'm sure. Yeah. Figure out what everything is next week. But Dude, could you imagine how powerful that ability would be in real life? Just the ability to give people like solid naps, <laughs> solid, reliable oh, you're well, like 20 uh, minute you'd naps. Be, you'd be oh, just, yeah. You would be on a champion. Oh, I would, I would, I would charge so much for that. I, I was going to say that sounds oh, like a great way to make money. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler, have you heard of uh, tequila before? Because I mean, I'm doing the job. <laughs> <laughs> you take a, a flight, uh, yeah. A I too like my nap to be in a jail cell thanks to tequila. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to do it for us this week, everybody. Obviously. Oh, there's some some crazy shenanigans happening in book three here of of Devastation Arc. We, we'll get to it next week. But until then, five of you, thank you for playing with me. Thank, thank, you, thank you. you. And all of our listeners, mm. our Patreon supporters, thanks for listening. And we will catch you next episode of yeah. Cosmic Grid. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.